Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers where we've lost our mojo. We're going to try to get it back. That's right, we went to Comic Con and since then, it's kind of went to crap. And back. Things have been crazy. Scott got lost in the timeline, found his wife, they did a show. That was cool. I hoped you liked it. The rest of us, who knows where we were. But Scott's back and so is Mackenzie. And, uh, what was that? That was Scott materializing out of the uh, timeline. Sounded like you got stuck in ecto goo. <laughs> yeah. I, I can I can deal with that. I don't know if I we want to talk about goo. It's your teleporting sign. Yeah, goo. Goo is just gross. Anyways, uh, Varen is on assignment into the interplanetary planet of. I don't even know what it's called. Unavailable? Ironside? Um, I've got a blowtorch and I know how to use it. I don't know. It's something like that. You can find something welded to your car, you know, where it came from? Yes! From Baron. Uh, I may have more than one tailpipe. I don't know. I like that one. Anyways, so there's a lot of uh, crazy stuff going on. Uh, If you're listening to this episode... You may be the lucky recipient of running out and buying a ticket to The Last Jedi. That's right. Tickets are on sale now. Buy it. You gotta buy it. If you don't, well, then you gotta wait. Well, unless, of course, you know, the servers are down or something like that. You know, it's happened before. It really has. Um, Didn't it happen the last time the Star Wars was released? It did. Episode my ticket before the servers went down. It, yeah, it, they went down. Episode seven, it did that, if I remember right. Um, I to be fair enough, it's Star Wars. Everyone loves it. It's exciting. It's crazy, and more than likely, it's going to crash. Um, yeah, I, I didn't buy mine online. I just went to the to the movie theater and bought it there because old the, school. Yeah. Yeah, I drove. I drove clear into town to get it. Yeah. But that's okay. So, uh, you know, pick up your ticket. Uh, we'll see what happens. What happens with Luke. What happens with R2. Because he's my favorite and the rest of you can suck it because BB-8 sucks. Uh, yes, I'm, I'm going to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> We're not friends anymore, Dan. You're back to being a bad nerd. <laughs> hey. R2's been around. Not happy today. <laughs> I, uh, I, I love now my R2. Every I 
I love my R2. Yep, see, there it is. Well played. Uh, I believe uh, R2 and C3PO will have a bigger role in this next movie. I, 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 I hope R2 does and 3PO can just go away. 3PO is such an annoying droid. No, the uh, <laughs> best really navigating a star or uh, an asteroid field. You need to know that, Dan. Hey, I like K T two S O's answer for that. <laughs> His answer was perfect. <laughs> that that's that's how every droid should answer. You know, that's how three PO should answer. It's high, really high, and leave it at that. I love that. Actually, I think K2SO might be my favorite now. As far as uh, protocol droids, yes. Um, but Astromech, still R2. Yeah. But he's dead. Uh, I know he is. I know, I know. But uh, Why'd you have to go bring that up? R2 will always have a soft spot in my, my heart. However, I don't know. K2SO is awesome, but HK47 is pretty sweet. You know. I don't know what that means. Uh, it, it's, he's, a, he's a droid, protocol droid that Revan from Knights of the Old Republic actually reprogrammed, and he calls all human meatbags. And he's secretly... Bender? Huh? Like yeah, Bender? Yeah, but this was before ben, Bender. Uh, Hold on, what's his name? HK47. Yes, pretty close to AK-47. Yep. And he's an assassin droid that is secretly programmed to... Uh, he's a protocol droid that's secretly programmed to be an assassin droid. Yeah. It's kind of cool. Yeah, just like, that's interesting. Yeah. So, there's that. If you haven't yet uh, heard the news, uh, or hopefully you're hearing this before, uh, the big football game tonight... Uh, there, during sometime during the football game, there is a new trailer for the Last Jedi that will be revealed for all to see. Yep, yep, yep. So if you if it has been released, go online. I'm sure it'll be posted. That's what they did last time. Like as soon as it was posted, they as soon as it was shown, they yeah. posted it online. Yeah. My only hope is it's not like what they did with Rogue One, where it wasn't really a trailer. It was just this kind of weird thing that had behind-the-scenes shots. I really hope they don't do that again. Because if so, I'm going to complain. I'm going to light something on fire. Would you rather have the uh, the other movies where most of the movie is in the trailer? that, Or most of the movie in the trailer that we see is not actually in the movie? Would you like that better? Then behind-the-scenes stuff, yes, actually. Okay, fair enough. Just because I, yeah. the behind-the-scenes stuff doesn't tell me anything. You know, if I'm going to see a trailer, I want to see something that kind of gives me an idea for the movie. I mean, even though there was a lot of stuff we didn't see in the Rogue One one, it still kind of gave me a sense and an idea of the movie. Fair enough. So, but, enough of... I have to make my Ray costume. Yes, yes, you do. Because I think... But I want Jedi, and then, Dan, I want to borrow your lightsaber. Uh, but that's a, but it's the wrong lightsaber. I don't have the Graflex one that she has. That is Anakin's first one and Luke's first one. So that wouldn't look accurate. Why'd you have to go and do that? Um, because I did. Ha! Rude. Fine. I guess. 
But you can... As if I needed an excuse to buy a lightsaber anyway. You need an excuse to buy a lightsaber. Now, see, you need one... See, you need one... Yeah, she needs one for Rey, but then she needs one for the Evil Queen because she needs a, a red one. Just That's saying. That, that picture was pretty awesome. That was awesome. Well, they asked me what color I need, and clearly, as the Evil Queen, I needed a red one. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Plus, it totally went with my outfit. I mean... Duh. Well, you know, a red blade does look like a red apple, so hey. That's what I need. I need a lightsaber with an apple at the very bottom of the hilt. <laughs> that would actually be kind of cool looking. <laughs> I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> Look with it, Dan. Deal with it. It's happening. Yeah. It's me, so it probably will. Yeah. All right. You need to do it, and you need to show it to Dan and be like, Dan, here's my lightsaber. Deal with it. All right. So let's let's talk about this. It is the season of Halloween. We've got the cool news out there. Um, I do want to talk a little bit about Halloween stuff, but the biggest thing is, if you're listening to this, we're going to be at the Halloween Expo. Come check, come check that out. If you love Halloween, you love scary stuff, you love decorations, come check it out. I know Reach is going to be there, but more importantly, we're going to be there in our own booth. We're going to be uh, playing old episodes. We're going to have some authors who are going to be coming in and uh, selling books and doing signings. Uh, so you'll be able to check out some really cool authors that we know that we, we're bringing in to say, Hi, this is our, my awesome book. But not only that, you can meet us. You can see us. We might even be dressed up. Maybe. Just saying. I played the fifth. Um... Mackenzie's definitely going to be dressed up. I don't know about the rest of us. Uh, it might even be that we're going to be so dead tired, you, you just might only see our bones. I don't know. Yeah. It, they, we just might be laying around. Uh, I am dead tired. What's your point? Yeah. So, check that out. Uh, I we What else? I mean, should we talk about Comic-Con? Because we were there recently, and I know... Let's talk about Comic-Con. All right. You want to start, then? Or McKinnon. Well, I saw Christopher Lloyd. That was exciting to me. I saw the guy that played Teal'c. I always forget his name. Uh, Christopher exciting. Judd. Christopher Judd. Uh, yeah, we've uh, we've interviewed him in the past. Yeah, great guy. Yeah, very nice guy. Uh, very well spoken. Very nice guy. Uh, Christopher Lloyd, though, I have to say, is starting to look very, very old, and he may need to go to the future to get a chemical pill and uh, get a few few years taken off yeah his uh he is he's getting up there in age and i think his prices on this last comic-con kind of showed that yeah um one of my buddies who uh, he gets a signature every single time was saying that he was amazed at how much the increase was i don't have those numbers right in front of me but was it so it went up or down oh substantially up oh okay well i it probably went up because he's been appearing in a lot of things. I know last season he was in The Big Bang Theory. He was just recently in Dan Wells. I'm not a serial killer. Uh, he's been in a lot more things lately than he has in the past, so that may have kind of jumped the prices up. Um, or it could just be that the prices are going up at Comic-Con. I, I've noticed that. The, the photo ops and the signatures don't seem to be as affordable as they used to be. I agree. Um, now, I, I understand that they are bringing in some more well-known names, some higher, you know, some more relevant people, but 
it's kind of expensive. It, it has been. I mean, it's it's more affordable to go in a group, get more people in there to get it. I mean, the John Cusack photo op that I jumped in was awesome, but it was a hundred bucks. I mean, I have to really ask. I mean, there's some people I know that have to do seven or eight of these photo ops, and it's like if it's a hundred bucks a pop. Where does this money come from? Because I definitely don't have it. You know, and that's on. Well, it all depends on where you want to spend your money, where your priorities are. Yeah, I know. I mean, for some people, like for me, hey, I'm willing to pay the money to be able to meet Ernie Hudson because since I was a kid, I've been watching Ghostbusters and Ghostbusters 2, and the chance to be able to stand next to him and, and maybe even shake his hand and say, hi, how you doing, and get that photo, yeah, that's worth it to me. Yeah. Um, you guys had the chance to be able to meet Mark Hamill, which, you know, that's one of your, that's Luke Skywalker, that's one of yes. your heroes. Amazing actor, the Joker and the Batman uh, animated TV series, like he's incredible. Yeah, you know, well, for... you know, and and to be honest, that one is expected to be that high, I, at least in my mind, because fresh off of Star Wars, coming right back, he's still really relevant in geek culture because of the Joker, because of uh, the trickster in the Flash. I, you know, he had just recently been in the Kingsman, the Gold Circle. I mean, he's still fairly relevant, and he's a huge name. I mean, that makes sense. Um, and I know Ernie I Hudson... I can't judge. I spent like 150 bucks for Chris Evans. So, again, but see, Chris Evans, very large name right now. Oh, he's really Captain... Totally worth it. That was the best money I've ever yeah. spent at Comic-Con. He, he's Captain America. I can kind of see that, but at the same time, again, just my perspective, it would be nice to see those prices come down just a little bit. Maybe have the convention find a way to lower those prices to make them a little bit more affordable. I again, I don't know. I don't know all the back the behind the scenes thing. I'm just saying that without knowing that knowledge. There might be other stuff that that plays a factor into that that price. So that's just me spouting stuff out without knowing all the details to be honest. So But overall, I mean, it is cool. They have that is one thing they have kind of brought in a nice plethora uh, of guests, we have a lot of repeat guests that have come back. Um, so there, there's always an opportunity. There is a billion come back. Yeah, I there's, but at the same time, I have to wonder with us having two conventions a year, when is the burnout or the tiring going to happen? You know, when is it going to be too much? I, you know. Just because, as great as it is, let's just make it a huge celebration we have once a year. That way, you know, we can build up, save up our money, the anticipation builds, and then we just have a huge party that is Salt Lake Comic Con. Um, because it is it is a little rough having two conventions, uh, in no, my opinion. Absolutely. Actually, I'm standing right there next to you. Like, I feel like, I feel like it is. It's, it is going to be a burnout. It, the, I don't. I can't handle that many conventions, like as far as we're taking time off of work, personally. Yeah. But some people love it. Yeah. No, and I agree. They do a great job. Don't get me wrong. They do a good job. They have a great lineup of panels uh, that are informative. You can find anything from about geek culture to writing to fun game-type panels to meeting the celebrities where they t- talk. They do have a fantastic lineup of panels. Uh which is which is always fun. I mean, 
as great as it is to see the celebrities in that, there are a lot of really cool panels that are happening that you miss because, it, you know, there's celebrity so-and-so that you want to see and there's other things going on. Uh, I, if anything, I can stress, check out some of these other panels because some of them are pretty cool and, and interesting to see. Um, but at the same time, it's really hard. You know, you got the choice of, do I want to go see, let's say, Elijah Wood? Or do I want to go check out these other five or six panels? Because they're all in the same hour. Um, you know, there's a couple of conventions I've been to where instead of having such a huge block of panels, they kind of shrink it down, but they duplicate the panels so that you're kind of getting the same information. So if that panel you wanted to see was during Elijah Wood, well, hey, you can see it on Saturday. I know that's kind of tough because even then it's not going to be quite the same because people are going to say different things. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it's it's a tough thing. Um, I can I can see where you're coming from, but at the same time, like they have to keep things moving. You know? Oh, they do, they do, and, and don't get me wrong, they do a fantastic job with the panels. I, I I don't I can't stress that enough. They have a fantastic lineup of panels. So the vendor floor. My actually my favorite panels have been whenever they have the face off people from the sci fi. Um, series. Yeah. I learned so much right before I was getting into cosplay and everything. I learned so much from Race Bird and a lot of them. And for me, that was actually my favorite moment was meeting people that I had been rooting for an entire season and yeah. getting to share their wisdom. Well, see, and in that case, for you, that's really cool because you like cosplaying. So that speaks to you. You know, um, so, and, and again, that's one of the really cool things is they have those panels where you can go and you can learn about the stuff that you're passionate about, like for you. Yeah, but they haven't the last couple of times, so I've been a little disappointed on that front. Yeah, so, and again, they can't hit everything. Um, you know, I hope they kind of cycle things through. You know, I love when they've had writing panels. You know, what I miss is it doesn't seem like they have very many gaming panels anymore. They used to have quite a bit, and those were fun. Uh, you know, hearing about how to do this or that in gaming or creating villains or heroes or storylines. And it seems like that's kind of disappeared or maybe I'm just not seeing them as much. But again, maybe it's just they're cycling. They're like, okay, we've done this kind of heavy. Let's lighten it up, do more stuff this, and then they'll cycle back. Um, I don't know. Do you think that has anything to do with them buying gaming con though? See, that's, that is part of my worry. That, that now that they bought Gaming Con, they're going to kind of push that stuff to Gaming Con, and we're not going to see that at, at Comic Con anymore. And if that's the case, that's going to be a sad, sad thing for me. Um, because Gaming Con, it, I, I don't feel is big enough yet. I don't think it's big enough to draw in. Uh, I. Yeah, I'll just leave it at that. But, Fair enough. Yeah, I. I like. I, w I was kind of disappointed this year with Comic-Con. Um, I just didn't feel as excited um, as in years past. It didn't seem like, man, I'm excited for this. There's all this really cool stuff. It seemed like it was the same vendors. It seemed like it was... It didn't really seem like there was anything new to me. Um, and again, that may be because... We'd just been to Fan X in the spring. 
and there isn't that buildup of excitement because we are, we just did it months before, and I think that really played a factor into it. Yeah, when you lose the buildup, it you need that buildup. You need the excitement. You need uh, a time to be able to get excited for something. It, it's my same complaint about Christmas. How it's always been so close to Thanksgiving. You know, you you spend. All month getting ready for Halloween, you're excited. Thanksgiving comes, it's not that much to get excited about other than the fact that you get several days off of work or school or whatever. But then you have all this amazing food, and then as soon as it happens, Christmas starts, right? Well, it's not even... You have barely enough time to be able to enjoy it before it's over. Like, I think we need a good, an extra good half a month worth of celebrating Christmas. Well, I mean, it's not even that. It's like, as soon as you finish Thanksgiving dinner now, it's like, oh, Black Friday sales! I mean... Companies keep going earlier and earlier. I mean, I think this last year, I remember they were opening at like eight, seven o'clock. Some stores were for Black Friday stuff, and it's like my food hasn't even digested enough yet. Come on, but yeah, I, I agree. I think we need. Yeah, again, it's just our voice. They're going to decide what they're going to decide, but I think we need a year. I, I really do. As much as Fanex is 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 cool, I think we need. A full year so we can get excited, we can save up, and we can say, all right, let's, it's Sully Comic Con time, let's have fun. Because, I, you know, and again, you know, with Fan X and then Gaming Con, I just, I feel like it might be too much for us. But that's me. I would have to agree. I mean, I think I'm getting to that burnout stage that you guys were alluding to. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just. I don't know. I think it's inevitable. I mean, I think we're going the same route with, like, superhero movies. Eventually, we're going to get burned out of them. There's going to be a point where it's like, okay, I want to see something new. I want to see something different. Um, But when does that point hit? I don't know yet. I don't know. You know, I know as a business, they want to do as many as they can to bring in money. As a business model, they're doing fantastic with it. That's awesome. Um, you know, they're a great, uh, don't get me wrong, they put on a great show, they definitely do, uh, I just wonder when it's too much for fans, that's all. So, yeah. Maybe that's something we can put out as a poll, asking if people are starting to get burned out or not. Maybe. So let's do that. Let's do that. So, along with this show, we're going to put out a poll saying, hey, Salt Lake Comic Con, or we won't even just point out Solid Comic Con. We'll just say, is two cons in a year too much? Yes or no? I mean, because... Well, in, the same, in the same location, you've got to also yeah, say... Yeah, in that. the same location, yes. We have uh, New York Comic Con, I just really let out. We have San Diego Comic Con, which always have their own exclusives. And I think that would also make a difference if Salt Lake actually had exclusives. Yeah, I mean, in the, in the past they kind of have a little bit with, you know, like with Pop. They did have a cu- couple times they had some exclusive Pop figures. Um, but I, I agree. Uh, if we had some exclusives, that would definitely help. Um, I don't know. It, it, other, it, you know, it seems like in the past we've had some pretty big companies come in. Like, there was one year we had Kotobukiya come in. We've had Pop in there. We've had Ultra Sabres. It seemed like we had a lot of really big-name vendors. And a lot of uh, comic book artists that were selling their comics, like, really well, big name. This last one, I didn't see that. 
the pop booth, there was one there, but they had really weird stuff like Ronald McDonald and stuff like that. Nothing I would want to get, and it didn't look like they had the normal pop figures. I just, it didn't feel as um, awesome as it has in years past. And yeah, you know, I didn't see Cotabakia there. Uh, yeah, Ultra Sabres was there. Um, but, I, again, I didn't see anyone else. It just, it seemed like the same old, same olds. Frankly, Dan, I'm surprised that Ronald McDonald doesn't do it for you. Yeah. And then, oh, and the weird karaoke thing in the Subaru cars. I'm sorry. That was dumb. I, I, I'm i going to throw that out there. Dumb. I, I yeah. Dumb. Maybe other people loved it, but I hated it. I tried to avoid that because people like to think they can sing, and sometimes they can't, and they should leave it that way. Anyways. <laughs> well, hold on, hold on. Dan. I think we need to verify if you uh, just don't like karaoke or if you didn't like how they did the karaoke. I don't think it was... Okay. I don't think that was the venue to have karaoke at. You know, they were doing an after-party thing, and stuff like that, that would be a perfect place for it. But in the middle of a convention floor, I think was a bad place to do it. Weren't they trying to be like James Corden or something? I don't know. I don't know. I think it was just weird. I, and and it, uh, yeah. It, yeah. I'll just leave it at that. I'm just going to gripe too much. Okay, anyways. I think we're out of time. We're definitely out of time. We've gone over. Uh, get your tickets for The Last Jedi. If you haven't, Hall- go ahead. Halloween Con. Or yep. Halloween Con? Or Halloween, Halloween Expo, Expo at the Sandy Expo, Expo Center. If you are in Salt Lake or Utah uh, in the area, come check that out. And then uh, we'll we'll catch you soon. We'll see you next time. The other flip side, I'm off to get my Jedi tickets. Yay! Now i got to stop this recording because it won't stop.